Show me something. Hello and welcome to the Show Me Something podcast. My name is Will. I'm Trevor. And I'm Jacob. And this week I showed the boys the album Mad Villainy by Mad Villain. Um, That you did. 2004 album from rapper MF Doom and producer Mad Lib came out on Stone's Throw Records. It is, I think, by many uh, regarded as a classic album, especially in the hip-hop community. Um, It's a landmark, like, alternative hip-hop or experimental hip-hop or underground hip-hop release. Um, Very weird, very dense. Mm. Um, Yeah, what'd you guys think? Yeah. So... Yeah, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it. <laughs> Dope. Right on. Um, it's like I, I, I'm a very open-minded person. I feel like, and so I try to give it as best shot as I could. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not a huge rap fan. Yeah, it's very rare that I find a rap song that I like. Yeah, um, you just like that song by DMX, right? Yeah, even though I like, I like. <laughs> how it goes i don't like how homophobic and sexist it is oh yeah dmx is one of the most homophobic rappers of all time yeah wait so what song DMX. where my dogs at um uh, where the hood at that's a good one and the other one that i can't remember the name of at the party moment. up in here anyways no maybe up in here yeah yeah, Y'all yeah, gonna yeah, make yeah, me yeah. lose my mind. Yeah, it's that one. It's that one. I couldn't think of it either. I was gonna help, but I couldn't think of it. I was like, what the fuck is that song called? It's that uh, one. It was, like, with, with him barking and stuff at the beginning. It's just, <laughs> the song's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you put, it on, you put it on my bangers playlist, and I had to take it off. I was like, it's too, it's too much. That's a wonderful gym music, though. Great gym music. It gets you going. You know, I like stuff that gets you... Anyways, um, I really dug the, the sample, like the old school like PSA slash I don't know like for I uh I someone who doesn't listen to rap I got a little bit of a vibe uh, kind of like um what is it rap god by Eminem how they kind of do something like that obviously I'm pretty sure this came first yeah yeah, yeah. for sure so for sure. <laughs> well like I, that's like my only reference point like come on yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it wasn't bad, you know. I dug the I dug the whole sample thing with the old school audio, uh, and the whole villain thing, and some of the pop culture references I did get. I liked those. Overall, though, like, am I giving it a score now or yeah? Go yeah. ahead. Okay, like I don't know, like a five out of ten. Higher than I thought it would be, honestly. Nice. Like some of the songs, like some of like again with me instrumentals. Yeah. Some of the instrumentals I did really dig. Yeah, there's some really and good instrumentals. <clears throat> a couple of the really cool, like, um, I really like a couple of the songs as well, like with lyrics. But I don't know. Just overall, uh, I, I like the last album you showed. I might, on a weird kick, listen to one or two of the songs. This I don't think I would ever listen to again. <laughs> That's... Did you have any um, standout tracks or anything? Uh, I really liked. What is it? Sick fit? Yeah, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's the what, the first instrumental. Mm-hmm. I really dug that one. I liked. 
my, I can't read my own handwriting, so I'm having to go through the song list. Yeah. A little bit. Wild Child. Uh, Strange Ways. Yeah. I liked that. I thought it was really cool. And That's the statement. That was a really good one. And I. I was kind of neat. It was a little bit of a break from the rest of the album. Yeah, I love I. Oh, the R&B one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a chill little song that one and rhinestone cowboy is kind of interesting just for the outro i fucking love rhinestone <clears throat> cowboy yeah yeah right on cool so yeah those that's that's me five out of ten i'll take uh, it i'll take it i it's not a bomb i'm not a rap it's not a bomb i'm not a rap guy you know like i'm not gonna like and that's a very objective reveal like if it's subjective i guess maybe it's a little bit lower maybe i feel like but it should be subjective it, though yeah i mean it's it always be. gonna be subjective no matter what but for me, I don't know, five. I feel like five is a solid rating okay. for me. I was expecting like a two or a three, so I'm happy with five. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was expecting it pretty low. I was I, I was worried it was going to be crazy low. I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's good. You know, I'm not going to come out and say I hated it. I just didn't like it. That's fair. I guess. Right that's totally fair. So, Kyle, what yeah. do you think? Um, well, I'm... Uh, I like rap music a lot, so <laughs> I was really happy that you picked this. Um, I have never, I hadn't listened to uh, Mad Villainy before, or like the duo of Mad Villain. Yeah. Um, I had listened to uh, MF Doom, but not Mad Lib until this, or like any of his other, like Quasimodo, or any of the other like alter egos. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed the album. Um, I would probably give it an eight out of ten um super enjoyed it um some of my like quick thoughts for it that i wrote down was that it had great beats Mm -hmm. the beats were super chill um i really liked the samples all the thematic samples that like set up the tone of the album and like the different characters that they have um since these guys are like huge into characters it seems like like even on the album they have like their own characters they have features yeah they have features that are themselves it's like because i looked them up and i was like i was like wait victor is fucking mf doom (laughs) like why did he why did he feature himself on the album wait and then same with quasimodo on every single one yeah that's that's just mad lib yeah it's mad with a pitched up voice yeah (laughs) oh that's Um, okay so i was actually wondering about that yeah that's mm -hmm. wild yeah yeah i i didn't know that either until i looked into um Quasimodo because I wanted to know more about him and then and then I went down the rabbit hole of these guys are just playing themselves yeah (laughs) um and then I really love um MF Doom's flow he's got such a great flow like that man is fucking great yeah it's it's insane (laughs) um and then my top tracks um it changed up a little bit um so what the what it ended up being was rhinestone cowboy is number one Fucking love that track. Great track. It's so good. Um, All Caps is number two. Yeah. And then Accordion is number three for me. Yeah. And then um, the ones that were almost there for me was Operation Lifesaver, a.k.a. Mint Test. Such a great fucking track. It's too short, though. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was longer. I want more of it. Yeah. Um, I love, like, the like chill vibe of it. Like, it, it, it's, like, a little bit... It sounds way different than some of the other tracks that are on the album to me. Um, and then number five was Great Day. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Eight out of ten. Yeah. I will. Eight out of ten, yeah. I will put out that my uh, top songs were not in any particular order. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a ranking for this one, unfortunately. That's fair. I just, those, are the, those are the ones that I dug. 
I feel you. Oh, sh- also shout out supervillain theme. What a great instrumental. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> yeah. That's true. a great instrumental. Yeah. Um Yeah, so this is obviously one of my favorite albums of all time. I'm starting off with big bangs here with Helplessness Blues and then this one. Yeah. Um I spoke a lot about how I've lived with Helplessness Blues for a very long time and this one is even more than that. Um I don't think I was on this one right away when it came out in 2004. But anyone who spent time in like the hip hop blogosphere or spent time online trying to read and learn about hip hop in that era, like yeah. this is like a touchstone album. So I was in like a Facebook group um, called A Hip Hop Lover's Delight for Life, nice. uh, HHL. And it was like, that's where I learned pretty much everything about rap music like that's where i was introduced to doom and mad lib and uh jay dilla and all these other people that i'll show you guys but that's where like all my music knowledge stemmed from like um and that was like eighth grade ninth grade tenth grade um so i mf doom was my first rap concert ever oh shit i saw him uh, was it a great show pretty cool it was a very interesting show i saw him in january of 2006 uh at the nokia theater in times square um i was 15 it was (laughs) a 16 and up concert my dad took me and my friend jared uh shout out to jared my boy uh he was open mf doom was the headliner but he was he had Big Daddy Kane and Little Brother and Pete Rock opening for him. Names that probably don't mean shit to you guys, but nope. Big Daddy Kane is one of like, no he's like an all timer 80s rapper. I've heard of him. I haven't heard of anybody the other. Little the Brother other. wrote a similar wave to MF Doom, was like a huge underground rap group in the early 2000s. And then Pete Rock is like one of the greatest producers of all time. Um,. It was a very interesting show. It was apparently the first rap show the Nokia Theater ever did. Um, oh, wow. Damn. The Nokia Theater became the Best Buy Theater, and I think has since closed. But I saw a bunch of shows there. Fucking rip. Um, oh, I imagine it's closed right now because of the war. Yeah, no, it's been closed for a few years, though, <laughs> I think. Um, and it was an interesting show. We sat in the back because my dad was there. My dad is uh, a much older man. He was born in 1944, so... Uh, at that time, it was 06, so he was, what, in his early 60s <laughs> with two 15-year-olds <laughs> at a New York City rap concert. Um, shout out Papa Stick. Yeah, shout out David. Damn. Uh, it was just like clouds of weed smoke, and nice. he's like not a drug guy at all. So <laughs> it was like a very trying experience for him, and I can never thank him enough for that. Uh, Doom didn't come on until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. When was he supposed to be on? I mean, the show started at 8. So, so we were four hours in and the headliner hadn't shown up yet. And like, it was a school night too. And like, I, you know, I'm in, was he? Oh, six. I was a freshman in high school. So, you know, we left halfway through his set because it was 1245 and we were in Manhattan, which was 45 minutes away from our home. And my dad was like, all right, this is like enough of this shit. But I mean, it was incredible, you know? Like, it's just like... It's fucking... <laughs> what was he doing? Why was he so late? It's just... That's rapper shit, dude. Like, I saw Wu-Tang Clan one time at Hammerstein Ballroom, and they were three hours late. No, oh, I bet. No I opener. Bet that was yeah, it was insane. Uh, it's just, you know, that's that was the culture back then. And he's also notorious for 
sending imposters to do his own concerts. So someone will just come out fuck? and wear the mask and and yeah. lip sync to a recorded track, and it won't be him. Uh, is that oh. yeah? You can dig into all types of shit for that. That's like, is it playing into That's the whole supervillain theme, or is he just a lazy asshole? There's lots of online discourse about that. Anyway, so. Anyway, that sounds like bullshit. I'd be yeah, fucking I would be pissed too. This was it was him in this in this concert because it was too early on for him to be doing that. But in later days, he he was an imposter type of guy. Anyway, so I've had this album in my life for fourteen or fifteen years. Um, it informs a lot of my hip hop preference, uh, and not only that, but it's also influenced a ton of people. I'm sure Cobb, you've probably already found that out, but. If you haven't, this is like a really, like, this is Earl's favorite rapper is MF Doom. Tyler's favorite rapper yeah. is MF Doom. You know, he's like a legend to them. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, so a lot of that like naughty lyricism style with like murky sample heavy beats are a lot of, a lot of that is owed and indebted to MF Doom. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I will say a lot of the sampling reminds me of like, um, like a less intense version of like Wu-Tang sampling. Yeah. Yeah, for like sure. Like the, um. With with all the different like use of, um, I get I guess just like uh, when they're doing the supervillain stuff, it reminds me of when they would throw in like movie shit. Yeah, into old Wu Tang. Yeah, I mean like old comic old comics and like cartoons are to Doom as to like Kung Fu flicks are to Wu Tang for sure. Um, yeah, and that's a thing that's not it's not uh, only found on this album. Um, I think Mad Lib did like a really great job at taking that aspect of MF Doom's own production because all his other albums are all are all self-produced so like doom is a producer also yeah uh, makes all his own beats for most of his other albums and that like sample heavy aspect of vocal shit from like old cartoons or comic book shows uh, that's like his bread and butter so his first album operation doomsday is heavy in that his next album mm, food is heavy in that so um yeah it's uh yeah i mean it's a 10 10 for me I love it to yeah. death. Um, it's nice I mean, to revisit so. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's a you know, it's just an all timer. This is a Desert Island album, um, for sure. Nice, I can see that. Yeah. Revisiting it, I I haven't listened to it front to back in a long time. And uh, wait, oh, hold on. Yeah, Trev, hand up. go go go. What does that mean? Oh, what is a Desert Island album? <laughs> you never heard of that before? No, Fucking I have no idea what that shit, means. Trev. It's like um, like the game Desert Island. Like, what would you bring on a Desert Island if you could only have like those oh, couple of things? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, never mind. Like in the office, my dude. I was expecting some sort of like music industry term or something like that. No, just like, oh, this uh, this album. This is, album like, reminds me of deserts. <laughs> and no, like this album's like. Away from the rest of what their work was like, or something along those lines. No, it's it's okay. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of the ones that I would choose if I had to get marooned, but I knew that I was getting that marooned. Makes sense. You know, so. Um, okay. Nice. Yeah, it's a fucking banger, man. I think it's fuck yeah. Revisiting it, I think it's a little top and bottom heavy. The middle is a bit muddy to me. Um, my top tracks yeah. have changed a lot throughout my time with it i used to be a big accordion curls figaro guy but like listening to it this past weekend those last like i guess six tracks from fancy clown all the way to rhinestone cowboy like fuck yeah i mean what the fuck man like (laughs) 
Yeah, the second half of the album, in my opinion, is way stronger than it's the first so half. It's so good. It's so good. So, like, what, from Money Folder onwards? Or from Shadows of Tomorrow onwards? Um, let me let me look at the... Um, uh, for me, it was, like, like, strange... Well, maybe Operation Lifesaver Down. Yeah, okay. For me? Shadows of Tomorrow. There's, like, a couple of those in the middle. Like, I didn't... Well, I mean, I guess we'll get into the tracks a little bit more. But, like, I didn't really like America's Most Blunted. No. Um, Sick Fit was, was a good instrumental, but it was whatever. Rainbows was okay. Curls was solid. Um, and then Do Not Fire was just, like, samples. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, like... Well, actually, no, I mean, I have some stuff written down for Money Folder, too. But, like, yeah, I feel like the second half of the album, though, is just so much stronger. Yeah, it just ends so incredibly hard like rhinestone cowboy is fucking amazing rhinestone cowboy is, is a good. great fucking it's track, incredible <laughs> it was good i was excited when i saw the um the title of it yeah I was like, like i'm right, pretty sure that was the one see. that i instantly added to my playlist so i wouldn't forget it yeah <laughs> it was either that or accordion because it was on my first yeah listen of the, of the accordion album. is a fucking banger too don't sleep on curls though curls the beat is pretty simple, but the lyrics on curls are fucking insane. I, I yeah, I'm. I, I mean, I, my my note for it is uh, back to dope rhymes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Should we uh, at this point, I guess, start going track by track? Yeah, I'm going to start. Yeah, let's do, do it. Let's do it. So, oh, oh, actually, I wanted to ask um, Trevor, uh, how did you listen to it, and also how many times? Uh, I got three listens out of it. Nice. First listen was on my way to the office because I had to go to work on Sunday. You were able to get through all of it then? Yeah. It's nice. an hour commute. Well, I started with something else, like for the first maybe 10 minutes of my commute. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I got through it's about all of minutes. it. I got through all of it except for the last song. But I once I got upstairs and the guy that was there before me left, I quickly put it back on and finished it out, which was, yeah, Rhinestone Cowboy. Yeah. Nice. Which was uh, my second listen. I just had it on the background while I was playing video games. Just wanted to see what stood out to me while I was doing that. And then third listen, I um, really like got down to it and was like listening and taking my notes and stuff. Nice. Yeah, my okay. first listen was while I was playing Risk. <laughs> um, I was playing a little bit of Risk online. Shout out Risk. Uh, been big into it during quarantine. <laughs> it's super um, fun. Yeah, so that was during my first listen, and then uh, that was mid-afternoon, by the way. And then uh, my second listen was in the morning. Um, I had gotten up, had some coffee, and then I just kind of like sat on the floor and like listened to some music. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my third listen was uh, I went outside. It was like mid-afternoon. It was nice and cloudy. It was really nice out. It was like 75 degrees and breezy, mm. um, and I was just chilling on the porch listening to some music. And then I got through like... Like maybe like three fourths of a listen ju- uh, just before we started recording, I didn't hit all the tracks, but I was skipping some of the like um, skits and and stuff in the instrumentals because I wanted to hear the the rhymes again before we started uh, recording again. Yeah, I did go through a little bit as well just before we started listening to a couple of the songs. Yeah, I had a uh, yeah, just... I had a nighttime listen on the couch. I think I was like half sitting there, eyes closed, and half playing Animal Crossing. And then <laughs> every walk I've taken in the last three or four days, I've listened to it on my walk. So, um, damn, walk nice. around the lake, which is usually about forty minutes. I get through most of it and then listen to the rest of it while I get home and make my smoothie or whatever the fuck. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I listened to this one. I revisited this one more than I revisited Helplessness Blues before our last record. Um, yeah. Okay. So. I feel like that makes sense. Like, for me, I can listen to um, rap songs, like, more frequently and more back-to-back than I can with, like, some other types of music, like alt-rock yeah. and um, folksy stuff, like, like Helplessness was. Yeah. At least personally. Yeah. I think same. And I just I just listened to it kind of because I had to. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad saying <laughs> that, fair. but it's true. No, that's fair. That's it's, fine, it's, dude. It's what I did. That's what you we're know? here for, like, man. Yeah, man. Again, don't I worry. You're it. gonna get a lot more rap music, my friend. <laughs> You're oh, I'm get sure so much. I will. And... I really I want to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this is probably off pod talk, but I I want to bring his at least one more MF Doom album, if not two. But I'm not sure if that's like too much in a row to do like three back to back Doom albums. But it's up to I mean, you. You could bring it in later on. I mean, this was a collab years. Too, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> so. I think I'll bring I'll bring one. I'll bring. He made another. He, he put out another one after this in 2004. He put out two more albums in 2004, but one in particular, I think. Well, he had a lot of time not going to shows and shit, so. Exactly. (laughs) Just being a chick. All right, so track one is The Illest Villains. Yeah. Right. Pure skit slash sample. Yeah, just like fully pulled audio from whatever the fuck. I mean, it's... A lot of it does, I'm pretty sure, based on listening to it, that a good amount of the audio is originally created for this album. You think so? It wasn't just sample. Some of the stuff is way too on point, in my opinion. I don't I think, think it is because he's base he bases a lot of his character on Doctor Doom, so they just pulled oh, like, the sure. Doom audio. But some of like especially towards the end, maybe it's some of the stuff at the beginning. But I don't know. At the end, at least at the end of um, the whole album, some of it did seem like original audio that they made for this album. I can tell you with. 95% certainty that none of it is original audio, sample-wise. Really? Yeah. Very good picks, then. I am looking at Yeah, man, that's what hip-hop the... is about, my dude. <laughs> Samples, baby! Yeah, it's finding the perfect sample. Yeah. I am looking through, Your and theme. it seems like some of this is from Frankenstein. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's from everywhere, and that's like that's what Doom does, and that's that's why I want to bring... Uh, I, uh, I won't say which album it is, but one of his other ones. It's like... It's got a theme, the album, and like all the vocal samples he brings in are just like, how could you possibly find this shit? Like, I don't even know where he came from, especially because this was a time way before YouTube was like prevalent. So they yeah. were like actually just digging through vinyl and like old tape yeah. recordings. Like, it's just like, that's crazy. It's the really. golden days, man. That like, is it's crazy. Yeah. Like in the NWA movie where he's just like going through records. Yeah. I- I, f- I forget who it was. It might have been Dre. It was Dre. Yeah, it was Dre. Yeah, just going through his records, trying to find samples yeah, and shit. Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of this album was also made... Solid movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, oh, the line in this song, I know they want to kiss me, but don't let anyone see me, is from I Was a Teenage Werewolf, apparently. Yeah. Nice. I mean, see, <laughs> like, they're from fucking all over the place. Um, That's kind of wild. Yeah. They're, they're like... I mean, Madlib himself, like... If you liked, at if you liked any of the instrumentals, Madlib is worth at least looking into because that man has like the most insane work ethic, maybe yeah. in hip hop altogether. Um, 
he has projects under God knows how many other names and yeah. he drops like there's a there's a series he does called the Beat Conductor which are all like fully instrumental albums and he has one that's like based on movies, one that's based on Indian music, one that's based on Brazilian music and then he does all this crazy shit. I mean, the man lives and breathes just like sitting in his basement making beat tapes. And a lot of That's awesome. A lot of what he did cool. for this album was made on um so the the 404 that I have that I made our theme song with there's a version before that called a 303 he took a trip to Brazil in 2003 I think and all he brought with him was uh, a little shitty you like vinyl like record player a 303 and a cassette deck and a large portion of the beats on this album were made sitting in a hotel room sampling off of Brazilian vinyl right into a 303 and then onto a cassette deck and then he gave the cassette the cassette tape to doom and then doom just wrapped over those beats that's fucking rad like that's it's cool. insane <laughs> I and mean, it's insane to make this I quality am... of an album off of that type of technology so i'm looking i'm trying to look up the one part of the song where they're like two historic figures outlaws and desperados or whatever yeah. that that was part of the skit thing, right? The sample. Yeah, part. it was villains, I think, right? The first one. I that it looks like is not a sample because I can't find any reference to it anywhere. Which also, unless it's some crazy obscure thing, which but, is probably what it is. Yeah, it's very possible that's what it is. I'm just saying that is the only part that may or may not be an original. I don't know. It just feels like that's not really something that people usually do they usually just they just find it yeah you just stumble True. upon it that's like what hip hop's about <laughs> see i don't know i don't know these things i'm coming in as that guy going like hey this is what i yeah. think so yeah they're, you're like the fakers <laughs> they lie he's a truther hip-hop truther <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there yeah. trevor i saw you in one of those pictures t- talking about reopening the government <laughs> No, you didn't. I had a mask on. Wait, what? No. Hold on. It's your truck. <laughs> All right, so track two is Accordion. Yep. Great track. I dug, so I good. Loved, love the beat. Love the Dick, the Wacky Racers reference. Yeah, Dick Dastardly and Mutley with sick laughter. Yeah. My, my first listen, I heard that. I was like, eh, that's awesome. And then that was like my high point for the whole thing. <laughs> Fucking two minutes in. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm like, yo, wacky yeah, racers, yeah. and then just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down a couple of the lines that I liked. I don't know if they're verbatim, because I didn't go no, to Rap Genius or anything. Um, got more cheese than Doritos, Cheetos, or Fritos. Yeah, that's amazing. Great <laughs> Fritos also don't no have cheese. lines on. <laughs> <laughs> no cheese. You got to keep the rounds and then, and then also, don't touch the mic, there's AIDS on it. <laughs> that's pretty good. Also a classic line. I think it's um, don't but just like don't touch the mic like there's AIDS on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I just really loved the um the re- like the rap over it and like the accordion used in the beat. It's just fucking it's so good. Hell. It's so good. Yeah, I like the It's such a strange beat. Like you don't hear accordion use a whole no, lot. No, never. And you probably never will because I, Madlib he did it and no one can ever touch what that beat is. So it's just like it's over now. Yeah. I do dig the weird like sound bites and instruments that he uses during this. Yeah, he's whole thing. He's far out, man. He uses. I mean, his shit is unlike anyone 
that I've ever listened to. Uh, and then he like went on to make his own jazz music. Like he has a fake group called Yesterday's New Quintet, which is like a jazz quintet, but it's all him. Oh, it's all him, and he makes all the music to, like by himself. He's a nut. Huh. He's a nut. I mean, he's got so much shit. Um, yeah, accordion is a. I mean, what a good way to like grab your grab your attention starting off the it album. It really does. Yeah. Um, As like the sure. actual first track, for sure. Yeah, I mean, slip like Freudian, your first and last step to playing yourself like accordion. I mean, what? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, it's a that's rhyme. nice. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, banger. Then Meat Grinder is track number three. Yep. Yes. I feel like I looked over Meat Grinder a little bit, but uh, on my most recent listen, like right before this, I was like, man, that's a really fucking good track. Yeah, Meat Grinder's great. It's, I, I mean, it's easy to look over stuff, I feel like, because the album is so fucking dense and naughty. It really is. And, like, it's very easy to get lost in it. Um, yeah. I mean, like, like I had like, a super hard time picking my favorite tracks. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all the tracks are really fucking good. Like, they're really, like, similar to me and how much I liked them. Yeah. So, like, it, it was, like, which beat do I like more? Or, like, who hit the hardest at the end of the song, you know? <laughs> I also, though, kind of was just, like, hey, oh, Meat Grinder. Next song. <laughs> I didn't dislike it. It's just nothing really stood out to me on it. Like, some of the other songs yeah. I had, there was more stuff that was, like, oh, that's different. This was just, like, okay, it's a rap song. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I get also a lot of say hate. That this I can is, already um, tell. I'm gonna get a lot of hate. Fine, for this dude. Episode. I'm gonna give you so many fucking rap albums, Trevor. It's gonna be. <laughs> I'm a. That's fine. I'm gonna give you a lot of anime, except I kind of like anime. I'm so here for anime. What am I gonna do? I'm yeah, we both we both are cool with watching yeah. anime. <laughs> um, I will say though that and this is like one of the first. Korean manga. Um, <laughs> what Korean manga? We're gonna wa- we're gonna read a manga. <laughs> what? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I just finished one. I finished one not too long ago, and it's one of my all-time favorite pieces of media already. So, damn, that's some high praise. Whatever, that's something we'll find out later. Um, I might just be also on the kick of it. You know what I mean? Like when you finish something, you're like, I love this thing more than anything, and then you wait a little while and realize, ah, it was pretty good though, but it wasn't that great. So I'm I'm waiting for the cool down before I bring it to y'all. But for now, I'm I'm definitely bringing it, but who knows when. Anyways, moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, um, what I wanted to say about um, about Meat Grinder is that the accordion beat like flows into it like 25 seconds in around around there. I didn't get the exact timestamp, but like this album does a really good job of like flowing the beats together, like wanting you to oh, like absolutely. listen. It like really wants you to listen to the full album yeah. and like not pick tracks because yeah. like every or. Not every song, but like almost every song, the track will flow into the next one, like for anywhere between like a couple seconds to like this one where it's like twenty seconds in. Yeah, the sequencing <laughs> is know? perfect. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there was a couple of times listening to this, like when I wasn't really paying attention, where I didn't even realize we had moved on to the next song. For sure, was, that happened to me a lot yeah. on my first listen when I wasn't 100% paying attention to it. I like looked over and I was like two tracks past where I was before. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, I think that's also. <laughs> there was a couple of times I went. Go ahead, Trev. Sorry, what? Yeah, there's a couple of times where I went back, like, and I looked over. I was like, 
because I don't, I don't have Spotify Premium, so I was like, is it is it shuffling? And then I went back and clicked through the other songs, and I was like, no, I definitely heard this. So yeah, <laughs> it was kind of crazy. I was like, I guess you I got to jump on the premium, my dude. Got to get the premium, I'm not homie. Come on. You're going to have just, to when he keeps giving you albums. <laughs> maybe. Dude, I'll pay you know, for it. At the end maybe. of the year, Trevor, I'll um, pay for it. at the end of the year, once once he's shown us all this music, you're going to need to post your like end of the year review. People are going to think you're fucking hardcore, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be wild. Because that's like, all damn, I would ever Trev's use awesome. it for. <laughs> I don't listen to anything else, really, on Spotify. So. Trev, Trevor's fucking Trev rad. loves His Jay favorite. Dilla, MF Doom, and Fleet Foxes? Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I'm gonna be like, shit. I don't like any of these. <laughs> His favorite artist is Lord Quaz, dude. Fuck yeah. Yo, wait, Jacob, did you listen to Quasimodo? A little bit, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That album, Madlib made that album. He locked himself in his studio for a week and just did mushrooms. He made the entire album by himself. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh, you can still show it to us. I've only listened to like th- three or four tracks. Yeah. like, And it wasn't off of just one album, it was like his top. Okay. Top I think I will. Because the unseen so, is a banger. Um, I have one. I have one line. I just love. I'm probably gonna pick a lot of lines out, more so than yeah. I did on Flea Foxes. For Meat Grinder, my favorite cool. I think is the worst hated god who perpetrated odd favors demonstrated in the perforated rod lavers. Like his internal rhyme schemes are just so ridiculous, yeah. and like it's become a thing that's more commonplace now with the prominence of like Earl, especially. But Fucking love that it type of rapping is just, it fucks me up. <laughs> like, it really fucks me <laughs> so, up. So, I don't know if you guys remember, like, last time I was all about the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought one of the reasons my, like, glimmering hope was that you're going to love me it somehow. Too. <laughs> me too. Because of thematic <laughs> reasons. I tried. I did like the theme of the supervillain thing. That was cool. Yeah, dude. But I tried to dig into some of these lyrics, like, because I didn't want to really look them up too much. I wanted to try and listen to see what I could understand. I, I, mm, I couldn't do it. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what the deal was. I think, and this is, but like, I didn't. Speaking out of turn, like, I think it's probably twofold, right? Like, first of all, Doom is like super monotone as a rapper. He doesn't have a ton of inflection, and he tends to. Okay. Uh, prioritize the the beat over his rap, so like he's usually pretty muddy in the mix, which is a thing that Earl has popularized now. Oh yeah. And secondly, like muddy as fuck. Yeah, super muddy. Um, Sometimes you can't even hear. No. Him. And he's also <laughs> he's also super stream of consciousness. So like, Doom pretty much raps like he's on a tangent the entire album. Like, there's never. There's almost never any theme to whatever he's saying. Like, with the exception of Operation Lifesaver, I think, and Fancy Clown. And even Rhinestone Cowboy, I think, has a bit of a thematic element. But generally speaking, he's just like... It's like you're talking to a person with the most severe ADD of all time. But they make that ADD rhyme really well. Um, And I think that that's... Especially for someone who doesn't listen to rap and isn't used to listening to that type of lyrical style is probably like you were probably i mean i wish i could have seen your face listen to this album because i i think it would have been a delight there was just some times where i'm like listening and i'm just like 
what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd go back, like, and then I'd go back, and I'd still be like, what? Like, is, um, maybe Trevor is it? Like... Is this uh, the first rap album you've ever listened to front to back? Yes. Yeah, for sure it is. That's wow. great. Absolutely, I, that makes me so is. happy that. Trevor's first finally rap right. album. You popped Jerry's Trevor. Mad villainy, baby. <laughs> Trevor's Jerry. Trevor's Jerry. <laughs> One of the most like, dense and fucking elusive rap records of all time is Trevor's introduction to rap music. That makes me so happy. That's wild. I mean, yeah, my first album ever. Like, because I've listened to some songs that I kind of yeah, no, that doesn't count. But like, this is no, it doesn't I've count. I listened dude. to a full album, and it was just, I don't. I I I I'm, I think I think I have a couple of interesting notes maybe, but just a lot of it was just like I don't know what he's talking about, or <laughs> it seems like he's just talking about drugs and sex. Often neither of those things. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Pick Doom up is like very much them. not a drugs and sex rapper. I mean, he talks about women a lot, but not like fucking bitches. There's a whole song just about weed. That's the worst song on the album. Yeah, probably. it's horrible. Either that one or Shadows of Tomorrow are my least favorite two, which sucks because I love I think I love one, Quasimodo, yeah. but those two are terrible. I don't know for like just uh, America's Most Blunted like stood out to me as like a not great track. Yeah, even yeah. though I looked it up and I, I think that was the first single. Is either the first or second single that was off the album? Two thousand four was a strange time, man. I don't know, yeah. man. I just like for this song though, I have I have almost nothing. For like, me, Grinder was like. Yeah. yeah, for me, Grinder, I'm just like, ah, uh, okay, next. Yeah. Let's keep that's going. That's fair. I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Yeah, I mean, the only notes that I had was the um, the beat change from Accordion, and then on my other listen, I put uh, that it has a bumping beat. Hell yeah. <laughs> bumping. Uh, it fucking bumps, It does dude. bump. That's just, that's just a banger. So, track four is Bistro. Uh, it's pretty much just an interlude. Where Doom talks about it's really good though. I love it. About I really. I was going to. <laughs> I did dig this. One. I was going to introduce the podcast today as "Welcome to Harbor Boys Bistro Bed and Breakfast Bar and Grill Cafe Lounge on the Water," but I didn't want it to be too <laughs> obscure. It's like the it's, best. You should have done it. Fucking, good yeah, line. I should have done it. I chickened out, but I used to have that as my MySpace it, bio. Is like "Welcome to Will's." That's so good. Oh Bistro bed and breakfast bar and grill cafe lounge on the water. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but yeah, I mean... It, That's what your Insta bio should be, bro. I'll change it right now. <laughs> I'll change it right now. I, it's such a good line. It's and great. if anybody like, recognize it in the thing, they're Yeah, it's, it. I mean, it's a, that's a classic reference. So, like, I did dig this song. I thought it was cool. The little, um, like, bistro thing. And it, it did sound like something that might be playing, like, in a, a commercial yeah. for a bistro yeah. or... Or some, something, but it just really did give off a cool vibe for that. Great yeah. harp. My, and I did dig that. My only other note for it was that it was uh, smooth as fuck and it has some R&B back vocals. Yeah. yeah. It was dope. But it, uh, a lot of the tracks, I will say, because we probably won't have a ton to talk about on each like individual song, a lot of the reasons is because a lot of the tracks are super, super short. Like, oh. they're like... They just like rapid fire through. Yeah. Like most of the tracks that I was looking at on there were like a minute and a half to two minutes. Like they're super. That's quick. the thing too. Like yeah, it's I'm a like, twenty-two song album, but I don't think it cracks an hour, does it? No, it's like forty-four minutes, forty-five minutes. Uh, like forty-six. 
I'm looking yeah. at the Spotify yeah. list right 22 now. songs, yeah, 46 minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are sub one minute, and that's also a thing you'll get a lot with Mad Lib. If you listen to his, like his beat tapes and stuff, well, they're all like a minute, minute and a half. Like They're not... Yeah, know. he only has... Only one of the songs is sub one minute, but a lot of them are sub two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what was the, longest, the longest one was the last track, right? Rhinestone? Rhinestone Cowboys, four minutes. Yeah. Because it's amazing. Uh, That's because that song, that song also like breaks down a couple times. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a fake outro. And then he comes there's back. There's a very long outro to yeah. that song. You were uh, pissed, weren't you, Trevor? No, I kind of like the you outro. You were like, end this bitch already. <laughs> no, hey, what the heck? <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> Do I? No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> okay. Um, Getting real and then the next one, suddenly. Uh, the next one was uh, Raid. Yep. Solid track. Had a I dug feature the piano. on it. I dug the piano at the beginning. Yeah, Raid is solid. Uh, M.E.D., a.k.a. Metaphor, is the first featured artist on the album. Uh, he's fine. He's like one of those guys who's in like the wheelhouse of Stone's Throw. He's never really made any compelling music by himself. Um, but he was on the label at the time. Uh, which is why I think he's on the album. He's also a guy who's worked with Mad Lib a lot, like Taco and Matt and uh, Odd exactly. Future. Yeah, he's like the Taco <laughs> or the Jasper of Odd Future. Yeah, um, but like not a bad verse at all. Um, no, it's super good. How I like how Med hold heat like Clint Eastwood. Also overlooked. Reborn. Yeah, leave you with more holes than a dartboard. Like it's it's solid. Um, that is kind of cool. That's a cool I line. think. My like the my doom line from this one is how doom hold heat then preach nonviolence. Shh, he about to start the speech. Come on, silence. Like, damn, that's pretty. What good. a good fucking <laughs> intro to a verse, man. If you go back to my Facebook from like 2006 to 2009, I would say 40 percent of any status post from me is a mad villain lyric or a doom lyric. That's like, different. I would just have, really? yeah, like, I mean, I'm, again, like, uh, there's a few year difference between us, so I don't know if Facebook statuses were a thing for you guys growing up, but, like. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. So, like. I mean, yes, but no, because I didn't like social media, and I still fair. don't. That's fair. It was. Okay. So, okay. It was. <laughs> I, we're, we're doing this virtually, and I'm waving Trevor away. In the, oh, yeah, <laughs> also, first, right, like, that's, we're all, we're all home quarantined, and we're doing this via quarantine via discord oh, yeah, video chat yeah so if there's any kind of weird pauses or stutters it's because this is our first virtual pod record um yeah we didn't want to ever do it virtually no we were know, trying times yeah. are weird so not much we can do yeah about we it. had a great backlog going in i know this. we thought we were <laughs> we, hoping yeah, it would we, we held out. out for yeah, yeah we were held out as long as we could and then we're like out of episodes yeah. so yeah we had like four episodes in the can before this happened, and this has just gone on forever. Yeah, it's been a month. It's trash. I haven't seen you guys in yeah. over a month. It's now been. It sucks. I saw. I think I yeah. saw y'all like the seventeenth or eighteenth of March, and it's now the twenty-first of April. So yeah, it's, crazy, it's man. trash. Yeah. It's fucking trash. Anyway, it's... if if for whatever reason you go through my Facebook, it's a shit ton of Mad Villain lyrics, and that was definitely one of them. Um, I mean, he's just got one-liners nice. for days. I feel like I used to do that on Facebook, but with, like, alt-rock, with, like, Three Days Grace and, like, with, um, fucking, uh... Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but why What's are you that? posting song lyrics? Because that's the, dude, that's angsty, the wave, dude. Trev. You gotta be like, 
Will Stickles yeah. is, and then you do like a dot dot dot, and then put the lyrics so yeah. it's not like actually thing, you know. I had a lot of censored yeah, N words and stuff like that. Like I was, you know, oh shit, you know, trying to be like, oh, biggie lyrics and shit like that, you know. Oh yeah, no, I feel. I you. was fucking. I would. 16. I would post like. I'm, I'm going uh, to like, your Facebook. Like Jacob is at the Apple Store. <laughs> Because you'd get on one of their computers, <laughs> log in that bitch. Ha ha! Oh yeah. my god. You change the background on one of the computers. <laughs> laugh. Fuck yeah. Laugh crazy. Just make it a picture of yourself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this this song is Classic. fine. It's on the lower end, I think. Um, also, though, shout out. Uh, the metal fellow been ripping flows since New York Plates was ghetto yellow with broke blue writing. Great shout out to New York license plates. They uh yeah. oh. they had so when I moved to New York from California in like the late nineties, the plates were white, I think with red lettering, and they had a, a Statue of Liberty in the back, and that was like the standard New York plate. There was a period of time where they came out with a retro quote unquote version of the New York plates that had this like ghetto yellow and broke blue quote unquote color scheme and i went yeah. out to the dmv and got that because of this doom lyric um <laughs> so yeah aren't all the i thought the new york standard license plate was the um the like gold they eventually changed it back to that yeah but when i moved there it was white and red with the statue of liberty and they, they all went back to the blue and yellow but i like the blue, see, the blue are gorgeous if i see that if i see that like color scheme though i immediately think oh that's a cop yeah just because, like, down oh, here, the yellow down yeah. here, it's a different right, yellow, right. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm colorblind, Jake. It's oh, right. yellow, Trevor. Yellow. It's ghetto yellow. <laughs> all right, it's not yellow. It's ghetto yellow. According <laughs> all to you know, all yellows, well, all yellows are equal in my fair, eyes. Fair man, fair man. <laughs> um, but yeah, then the next track is America's Most Blunted, featuring Quasimodo, Lord, Lord Quas. Quas. Yeah. So this is, I mean, pretty <laughs> much a throwaway track for me. Uh, it was funny. I listened to it yesterday on 420. Obviously, because I was just I was walking yesterday. And I listened to the album, but I was like, "Oh yeah, it's 420." Like that's a this is like a yeah. massive weed song. Um, 42020. Yeah. yeah, it was a bunch of my friends from college were like putting in the group chat like, "This is my first sober 2020 in like six ah. years." I'm like, "Wow, guys, all right." <laughs> Same. Also, yeah. I didn't I didn't even drink on 420. Like I that was my one day of like not doing anything. Well, it's a smoking day. Me neither. I was stone yeah, cold. I was fucking. I was ripped. <laughs> no, I'm, but will took know, his was, first bong hit in like 10 years <laughs> going on three right now not bad it's it was it was an okay track you know i kind of dug the jingle at the end yeah i thought that was kind of i thought that was kind of m-a-r-i-j-u-a-j-u-a-n-a era the ending the ending is the only part that i like also it doesn't spell marijuana no it smells like marijuana <laughs> that's that's how you pronounce right. it i also like the line uh you're Marriage more creative stone yeah <laughs> like where do they get those samples but, uh, from like what the fuck other than that from? it's just not a great no track. it's boring it sucks because like for people who are new to this i feel like this album is a bad representation of quasimodo because i also i hate shadows of tomorrow like that song sucks we'll get to it but those are the two like quas features on here and like Bro, I literally wrote nothing about Shadows It's fucking terrible. I'm looking at my notes now, and I'm like, oh, shit, I actually, both times I took it's notes, not good. I wrote nothing. But if 
for whatever reason you're listening to this and this is your first exposure to Mad Lib, do yourself a favor and listen to The Unseen by Quasimodo. May or may not be a future episode, but also it's a classic album. Um, yeah, I might not be able to hold back from listening to Lord Quasimodo. That's honestly. fine. I mean, if you can't, then just listen to it. But um, So next up we got Sick Fit. Sick yeah. Fit is a banger. I like... Dope instrumental. I don't. The instrumentals obviously don't hold as much weight as the songs with Doom on them. But in re-listening, yeah, right? I like made a point. Like, wow, Sick Fit is a fucking bop. Like that. That song jams super hard. Do you like that instrumental more than um, what is it? Uh, super. Villain I honestly theme? can't remember Supervillain theme off the top of my head right now. Oh shit! Right? Yeah. So I want to say that I don't because. Between I and all caps, I feel like I runs the whole time, which means that I like it. So Supervillain Theme, I think, is better than Sick Fit, but I just forgot yeah. that Sick Fit like, existed. Supervillain Theme, yeah, I feel you. Because like, the last time I listened to the album right before we started recording, uh, Sk- Sick Fit was one of the ones that I did end up skipping. I didn't want to skip it because I like the instrumentals yeah. on this album. But I needed Time's time. Of the essence. Um, and I made sure to listen to Supervillain Theme again because, like, I was really tempted to put it in my top. I was like, that's a fucking good yeah, instrumental. Dude. <laughs> I, don't, I really like Sick Fit. That was one of my top songs. Sick Fit, no. Yeah, super yeah. good. I, I was listening to it it's and good. I fucking put it no hate. on my Instagram story the other day. And, like, Kirk, friend of the pod, friend, not friend yeah. of the pod, fucking Harbor Boy, Kirk, um, responded yeah. to it with fire emojis. And I was like, my boy. Okay. Kirk's in here with the Mad Villain, I know. Um, Dude, Kirk, Kirk's uh, music knowledge is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. We need to, Kirk will be our first guest, and that'll be exciting. I can't wait for what he brings. Yeah, we, well, He's going to have to be a guest about... a couple of times, because I, I know the first time he wants to bring a movie, but I hope that he ends up bringing some prog rock for us, because I've like li- literally never listened to prog rock, and that's like one of his favorite Yeah, genres. me either. No, I haven't heard <laughs> shit. And like, if it's anything, I mean, his music... The music he makes seems like it's super based on prog rock a lot of the time, and I'm very excited yeah. about that because it sounds dope. For sure. So shout out, Kurt. Shout out, Kurt. <laughs> What's up, Kurt? We already talked about him bringing something to the pod, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think we talked about it literally on the last episode of um, Drake and Josh that we recorded. Oh, maybe. Um, I don't remember. So but yeah, do you got... guys have anything else about Sigfit? Nah. Not really. No? It was cool. Cool. <laughs> on to uh rainbows rainbows is weird man that was rainbows in my first weird. listen re-listen rather i like i got to rainbows and i was like oh shit like they might hate this album like this is a weird <laughs> song like the structure is you weird. thought i was gonna hate the album. no i didn't but i was i was questioning <laughs> how strongly i felt about it in terms of showing it to mm. people who've never heard it before because like gotcha. this stretch i think from like rainbows to maybe hardcore hustle like track eight to track 15 is kind of like a it's a more intense stretch it's definitely kind of weird yeah like i i found myself a lot of the time um especially my first two listens kind of lost in the middle of the album um like even though i ended up liking um operation lifesaver a lot like i found myself being like kind of what am i listening to <laughs> in like this middle part of the album i don't know if you felt the same trevor <laughs> uh i don't know it was 
Like, I feel like I'm just saying, like, it came together more at the end for me and, like, in the very beginning than it did in yeah. the middle tracks. I can I can agree with that, although some of my, like, two of my two tops. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely standouts, but, like, as a whole. Towards the middle. Gonna... But, yeah, no, I agree. The last bits were a bit better. Yeah. I don't know if that was because, although for me, I don't know if that was because it was the end or if that was because it was, I was like, hey, it's almost over. <laughs> I think it's also because, like, at the at the very end, where there's, like, more um, rap, like, traditional rap tracks back-to-back, it makes it yeah. just seem a little bit uh, more cohesive <laughs> than, like, a lot of these, like, throwing in instrumentals and throwing in, like, random samples and shit, like, in the middle of the album. Yeah, you know? true. True. Um, I know, but, like, where, where did you think the end really picked up at? Like, at what song? Um... I think when we uh, probably Operation Lifesaver, but also really it picked up. Um, what was it? Um, Supervillain theme and down. Like those last four tracks really are fucking great in my opinion. Okay, I will agree with the other halfway with Operation Lifesaver because I really really enjoyed Strange Ways. Yeah, Strange Ways was super good. But I mean, like, so, uh, as as like overall, a, I agree. I I I'll, I'm inclined to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like meat if grinder. I were to, if I, I had to pick like a, a part of the album, though, I would pick that last four. Like I would pick fair. supervillain theme, all caps, great day, rhinestone cowboy. Like, that's what I would pick if I had to listen to a piece of the album. That's very fair. I I agree with that because like some of the other ones, just like we were talking about, kind of like meat grinder. It was just like, all right, yeah, it was there. Next. Just next song. Mm. Yeah. So I would agree with that statement a lot. Um, but yeah, also though on Rainbows, the only note that I really have is that there's some dope horns and some record distortion. Um, and it has yeah. an overall pretty chill vibe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what yeah, I wrote I mean, down for It's a chill notes. track. It doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme, I think, thematically yeah. especially. But And also Doom can't sing for shit. <laughs> i mean yeah. let's be honest like that's like if you had to like if he had to go up on stage and sing that acapella he'd get booed off but yeah. in the scheme of the album i think it, it fits well there was one lyric in here that i did have stand out which was the he drinks drain yeah. part like, <laughs> yeah that i'm like so one. is this is this person being murdered is he st- committing suicide yeah like cause that's poison yeah for sure that's that's that'll kill you so, yeah yeah so i'm like that was the only thing that really stood out that much and that's me. one of those ones where it's like what well, the, the fuck can he possibly be talking about and you don't really know you know yeah what are you trying to say here like are you trying to say that this person needs to like die or like they are dead or she or, thinks or, he's know. suicidal I, or i don't know I don't know. Just that was like the, one of the main yeah, things. Yeah, it's a strange one. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so that's track eight. Track nine is Curls. Curls, Curls was my number one Solid for track. a long, long time. Curls has a lot of obvious sexual innuendos. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, it, it starts off like, right at the back. Lo- like, like, villain get the money like Curls. They're just trying to get a nut like squirrels in his mad world. 
But yeah. then like that's a but great like, line. <laughs> and then the pearl necklaces like, thing, like that's land also of very milk much. And honey with the swirls, where reckless naked girls get necklaces of pearls. Mm-hmm. But like I, I would I, I if I if this was that type of podcast, I would just rap this entire song right now. It's it's a perfect Let's song. Not. <laughs> it's a perfect it, song, dude. Like compliments of the town jeweler, left back now schooler, trying to sound cooler on the microphone, known as the crown ruler. Never lied to mom. I looked over this song when we hard. said we found the moolah. I mean, curls is like it's a top three. That's why I was surprised. I looked, I looked over it yeah, so no, hard. Dude, dude it's I, so good. It's it comes in a stretch of mediocre songs, and I think that's I think, I think that's, that's why. why you probably overlooked it. But like, curls is a fucking banger. Oh, did you give your top tracks when we first Me? started? Yeah, I think I said, did I? I? Did. I don't know. I've I've they've always changed, and I think like, oh right, yeah, right. Like as that, a kid, yeah. it was accordion and yeah. curls. But like listening to it today, I was honestly like straight like Rhinestone number one, Great Day number two, All Caps number three, and that's like the last three songs of the album. Yeah. I used to be accordion curls and Fancy Clown. I'm huge on Fancy Clown. Fancy Clown. I love Fancy Clown. This wait, we'll, we'll we'll save it. I've got that written. We'll Don't save worry. it. We'll save it because that's <laughs> another overlooked that song track. Is, I, Classic middle yeah, of the album. Yeah, shit exactly. For me. Um, that's why I was surprised just now when you said like I'll take the last four. Like I would start with the last six from like Fancy Clown down to Rhinestone Cowboy. Um, yeah, I was just trying to make it a little bit more succinct nah, than fuck. But succinct. it is a long album. It fuck is a long it. album. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, Kuros yeah, is I fucking guess. crazy, man. A rhyming klepto who couldn't go up in the store no more. His life, I did. His like life that is line. like a folklore legend. Why you so stiff? You need to smoke more, brethren. Like I like the internal rhymes of this song are insane. They're insane. Um, yeah. I mean, f- like front to back, this song is incredible to me. Um, I'll have to give it another run. Yeah. I mean, I just pulled. I just. I, I mean, I'm definitely like, gonna listen to this song. In the or the, not the song, this album in the future, like, like more so than Fleet Foxes, yeah. like for sure, I'm gonna listen to this album in its entirety, yeah. many. More yeah, times. I mean this. I mean this. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. I probably picked up on mic, but um, a little bit. This Fine. one is. I mean, I think I I introduced it to you guys before you listened to it, and when I chose it as like a very dense and naughty album, I mean I'm. You apologized to me yeah. like three times. Yeah. Like, Sorry, Trevor. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What am I? I mean, this was like fully like we know rap is not your wheelhouse, but this is like rap that is not even most people's wheelhouse. Like this is like the you know people yeah. who don't listen to the radio type of shit. And yeah, but that's the it's best the rap. best rap for sure. And man, I can't fucking wait to show Trevor uh, enter the 36. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I was just listening to it the other day too. Yeah, I woke up today to "Old Dirty Bastard." Um, I have no uh, idea what ODB you're talking about. R.I.P. Dude. Um, anyway, this, yeah, it's a dense one, man. I mean, it's it's super out there and weird. And I didn't. I didn't. I'm not gonna say I liked it. I'm not gonna say I hated it though. We have the preconceived notion that you're not a rap guy, and like. This is like, right. it, it isn't like this is like a Kanye album or a Drake album. This is like, 
this is like way left field like it's a some shit cut. that you've never <laughs> fucking heard before because it's not on the radio and like you're not a type yeah, you're not I've, the type of person who's gonna go on a blog trying to find like a weird out there rap album you know so like the most exposure i get to rap is my sister listens yeah. to it on occasion yeah. So I'm I'm pretty chill about music. So I have been exposed to some yeah. of this stuff, but I've never been exposed to something like this. Yeah, and that's the closest thing I guess I've got to this is um, is when I put on Earl in the car. That's the closest. Well, no, I mean to like this heavy amount of like weird niche sampling and kind of stuff like that is like there's a couple of like weird YouTube guys that do entire songs that are just samples from like shows and like other trash songs talk and movies and stuff like um. It's one it's like chip. No, no, it's not called chip. I don't know. A buddy of mine who makes it knows knows exactly what I'm talking about. But it's like very bubbly yeah. though, so it's not I rap at all. But that's the closest thing I guess I have. Yeah, as like a crate digging point, stuff, Other than yeah. yeah, so like this was something I'd never heard, which was kind of wild out of left field for me. So yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> um, one last note I have about curls, and it actually extends to the rest of the album as well. I don't know if either of you picked up on it, um, but Doom has this crazy way of like misdirecting lyrics. So he'll make you think that the punchline is going to be a particular word, but then he'll flip it on you. And I think the wow. first the first instance is on this song, at least that I can remember. Uh, there's a big one in Rhinestone Cowboy, but that's obviously the last song, and it came up here. So the line is... Um, uh, yep, you know it, growing up too fast, showing up to class with Moet in a flask. He asked the teacher if he leave, will he pass? His girl is home alone, he trying to get the... If you want to sip, get a paper water fountain glass. So, like, that that blank spot is, like, his girl is home alone, he's trying to yeah. get the ass. But he doesn't yeah. say ass. Like, he doesn't, ha- he doesn't put it there. Nice. And cool. I think he does it even better in Rhinestone Cowboy. But... I will hang on to that until we get to that song because I don't want to jump jump guns. Yeah, no, I didn't pick up on it, but only I, I just feel like I just haven't listened to the album. Yeah, of course. And I mean, this is coming like, from a guy. I feel like that's gonna handicap. Yeah. That's gonna <laughs> yeah, handicap no, me hardcore. Sure. Like, I mean, this is a guy. I've listened. I listened to it for fifteen yeah. more than half of my life. So, like, I've li- I've listened to it like three and a half times basically now, which is like a lot of times to listen yeah. to an album, but like with. With this kind of album, it's no, just it's, like, a, it's not very, it's 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 not exposure yeah, to it at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be presumptuous, but like, it's a forever album. Like, for me, obviously, it's a forever album. I mean, I've been going on fifteen years with this album, and I, like, I still, I still hear shit that's brand new to me. Like, I heard yeah. a part of it. I don't remember what song it was, but I was listening to it today when I got back from my walk, and I was sitting here setting up all the audio and shit listening to it to like refresh myself and I, I heard a sample in a particular song that was kind of like in the background that I had never heard before. And like how yeah, after right. fifteen years of living with this album I've never heard this particular portion is just like it's just one of those, man. It's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? And especially That's dope though. That's what you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean if you're album. a person that is enjoys rap music, like this is like you need you you are doing yourself a disservice if you don't seek out this album at this point um yeah is my personal opinion i mean i would hope that anybody that's listened to this podcast now or at least this episode um will give this album a listen if they yeah i mean i can't recommend it enough 
Um, it's a bona fide classic. And Madlib is a bona fide all-time producer. Doom is probably my favorite rapper of all time. He's, like, I think the triumvirate would probably be Kanye, Doom, and Biggie. Which, like, kind of gives you, yeah. or at least gives people who know rap an idea of my tastes. Um, yeah, for sure. But... I know yeah. nothing. Trevor's like, huh? <laughs> Trevor's like, I know, no, I know the word triumvirate. <laughs> Maybe. <Mm-mm. laughs> All I know is you like three different rappers. I'm like, Trev, cool. You know, you know triumvirate. All right. Anyway, there's yeah, our know, there's our tangent. So uh, number ten is do not fire instrumental. Exclamation yeah. point. Very cool instrumental yeah, as well. Yeah, just super sample based. Beat with samples is yeah. what I wrote. Yeah. Um, not much to say about that for um, me personally. No, that that's all I wrote. <laughs> all right, money folder. Yeah, money folder. Uh, oh, yeah, one of the lines cool, that I have for cool this sound bites. Uh, really great line. Hook me up with two apple pies and a small fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like that's fucking great. I just picture him chilling at McDonald's, like getting right, some fucking just food. in the drive-through. You know, like I mean, yeah. like if ever there's been a stream of conscious rapper it's doom i mean he's like it's just like whatever pops in his head he'll make it rhyme and then it will just go for the length of a song um i mean it's like he's one of the most what's the word i want like not surprising but unpredictable rappers i think that i've encountered i could see you know like you just you never fucking Mm -hmm. know what the fuck he's gonna say and there's a bunch of lines in this one I love, and I don't even have Money Folder High on my list, but like, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. After you, I who's like last, it's doom. He's the worst known. He's like amazing at opening lines on this album. Like, yeah. the opening lines are so solid, and they grab you in so fast. And I love the part where he says, own his own microphone, bring it everywhere he go. So he can bring it to you live in stereo, and like when he says stereo, <laughs> it pans left and right. It yeah, bounces. He does yeah. a little pan. Um, the first track had a lot of stereo yeah, stuff too. I noticed that because that was the on my third listen was the only time I listened with um, my headphones yeah. on instead of yeah. speakers, and I was like, oh my god, like this is a, like a lot of stereo. They have a usage. lot of stereo shit, <laughs> right? I forgot to bring that up earlier. That was my note for the whole album was it was like, I didn't quite notice it in my car. I kind of did. And then when I was listening to it with the headphones, I was like, Oh, this is wildly jumping back and forth. I didn't notice with my speakers at all. I, or in the car, I only listened. I only noticed it with my headphones on. I, yeah, it was only like, it was a slight notice in the car and then headphones. It was just like, wildly back it was just, whoa, 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 whoa. it was crazy it was cool though yeah. i've dug that for the i did that was one thing i really did appreciate for the whole album yeah because despite the fact he did it so overtly it didn't feel overused no. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Like, i also want to say that this is one of my overlooked tracks yeah like i'm looking back at my notes for it like i took notes that are like praising it really hard and then i just didn't add it to my yeah. top five <laughs> there's a lot of that honestly but it, it's it was a tight cut like i couldn't and not, i think like... i think it's that's like super indicative of the fact that there are all these little pockets of the album where you remember like this little track like three or four track run but it gets lost in like the fact that there's some instrumentals and there's some tracks that are like 
more like interlude or there's ones that are way more sample yeah. heavy and then like all of a sudden doom just like appears out of a cloud of fucking weed smoke and just spits like an unbelievable <laughs> fucking verse and then like disappears into the background again and madlib takes over like he's like what's up you just listened to two minutes of interlude yeah i'm, back. I'm here <laughs> and i think that that plays in really well to if you go and there's like a, obviously this album is is older now so there's been a shit ton of like really compelling writing about it but there's a guy named jeff weiss who i think is my favorite hip-hop journalist um and he wrote an, a long-form article about this album and its 10-year anniversary for the website pitchfork which is like the music the music Classic. hipsters you know mecca yeah. you know pitchfork <laughs> is like if you're a music snob your your home page is pitchfork essentially um but there's an article he wrote for that called shadows of tomorrow and it, in addition to going into your least favorite song, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, it's not called Shadows of Tomorrow. What the fuck is it called? Shit, I just fucked it up. That's the song name. That's not the article name. Oh. Uh, it's called Searching <laughs> for Tomorrow. Sorry. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, he talks about the recording process because he dug through interviews and like Doom and Madlib are both on the record as saying they barely spoke to each other during the process of making this what? album. Yeah. Really? So Madlib would go down to his to the basement, which is called the Bomb Shelter. He lived in an L.A. house with the four other people who run Stone's Throw record label. Um, he would go into the basement, and he would make a bunch of music for like a day, like 24 hours. He would come up with a tape. He would give the tape to Doom, who was visiting and sleeping in the, on the couch, and then go to sleep. And then Doom would record a bunch of rhymes to it, and then they would like listen to it, and then Madlib would go back down to the basement and rec- and make more beats. Like there was barely any That's verbal so communication between the two of them. Like they both say that the way they spoke to each other during the creation of this album was through the music. And like, That's I mean, cool. like, how the fuck does anyone even get to that point and make an album this good? Like, That's how crazy. do you not sit there <laughs> and talk crazy, to each other actually. on a, at the breakfast table, eating breakfast together, and, like, laying out your plans for the day? Like, this is what I want to record over this beat. Like, none of that happened. Mad Lib... Yeah, right. I mean, that makes sense. That's how, that's how we got this crazy I album. I mean, it's just, like, <laughs> it's fucking bananas to me. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah, shout out Jeff Weiss. Shout out Passion of the Weiss. Uh, great writer. Um, All yeah. right. Where were we? Money folder. Yeah, now uh, we're now we're on to Shadows of Tomorrow. Unless you guys have anything uh, left to say about Money Folder. Nope. So Shadows of Tomorrow, I did featuring Quaz, Lord Quaz. Yeah, I did look up what the the Chinese at the beginning Ooh, was. Fuck yeah, Trev. Nice. Uh, the Chinese at the beginning says, "Who cut down the cherry tree?" Nice, George Washington. I, yeah, I guess that's what it would. Was it an apple tree that he cut down? No, it was a cherry, uh, tree. It was a cherry tree. Damn, George Washington. The apple reference. was. The apple was Isaac Newton, and that Fair. fell on his okay. head. Yeah, this song. Uh, yeah, cherry tree was. Wow, Washington. that makes that's that's actually that's a great look up, Trev. I. That's Thanks, a great. Man. I've never <laughs> thought to look up what Shout that out says. Trev. Yeah. Rap genius, Trev. Trev, baby. <laughs> Who I cut mean, down the cherry tree? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean in the context of this song? 
No idea. I don't know. I mean, also, I honestly uh, couldn't tell you anything about the song because I took no notes on it, unfortunately. So, <laughs> so while looking up the translation, though, it did. I did happen to find a thing that said a lot of the lyrics for this are based on a poem called Shadows of Tomorrow. By who? By... Wait, new favorite song? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Will does um, a complete 360. <laughs> Uh, as a tribute to Sun Ra. Oh, I mean, I fucking love Sun Ra. So there he is. Hold on. Shit. Will's new favorite track. Uh, the title of the song is taken from a song. Oh, never mind. I thought it said something about a poem. He Maybe shouts out Sun Ra on the song. Though I'm pretty sure Sun Ra is a great like abstract jazz musician. Um, he's made a fuck ton of music. I'm a huge fan of the album Door of the Cosmos. Um, so, big plug to Sun Ra. I mean, that might be a thing I'll bring to y'all in the future. He's a huge influence on Mad Lib, though. Um, that is interesting. Huh. Well, I did dig I did dig his um, pitched up. Yeah, so that's good this. to know because that's... So, Quasimodo is the... The project of Madlib where he just does a bunch of shrooms and like makes an album in a basement where he 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 again by his own admission hates the sound of his own voice so in order for in order for I him to that. make a rap album he had to alter his voice and so Quasimodo is just Madlib pitched up Madlib being the producer I kind of I dig I dig the pitched up thing it's okay that's cool awesome so I might bring the unseen as our next album um he made a whole album as this character when he spent a week in his studio on shrooms like locked in his studio by himself and just did shrooms That's and made crazy. a whole album and it's like i mean you think this album is fucking trippy and weird like that one is like way the fuck out there but also great yeah exciting. super exciting exciting the f- I will probably forget the name of the album. Yeah, so no, hopefully just I won't just forget it, it and I'll, I'll bring it back up next time. Um, yeah, but I guess I, I guess I can't forget. Quasimodo, no, yeah, Quas is, is pretty so. straightforward. Yeah, this there but is a poem. It was it's cool. a poem called "Shadow of Tomorrow" by Sun Ra. I got you. Uh, okay, so that's yep. what it's based. I guess yeah, that's what it's so, based on. Sun, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of dug this one, but also I didn't like. I don't know, just like listening to what they're talking about, about the past is yesterday, day. It's insane. We're searching for tomorrow. All this like weird back and forth with yesterday is the day that is dead, that is tomorrow. I don't know. I was like, this seems excessive to the point of you're just trying to sound philosophical. The beat is great. And that kind of annoyed me. But there was a line, I think it was in the New Yorker review of this album when it came out. But it basically said that this was a song that fell off of a poster on someone's freshman college dorm wall, you know. Yes. And like that's very much yeah. what it feels like. Like I could f- today is a shadow of tomorrow. Today is the present future of yesterday. Yesterday is a shadow of today. The darkness of the past is yesterday, and it just continues like that for three minutes, like utter fucking yeah. gibberish. So it's like, <laughs> like what yeah. are you doing? Like, like let's. Yeah, uh, whatever. That song, right. I mean it's whatever. I that's my least favorite song on the album. That's the I think the only song that I will actively skip. Um Interesting. 
Just listen to that little Chinese yeah. part at the beginning of the Who cut on. down the cherry tree <laughs> and, and then on. let the beat drop and then I'll just let it go, you know? Um, <laughs> Cobb, any thoughts on Shadow Tomorrow? Not really, no. I didn't take any notes on it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a whatever. So I, I don't... And I, I didn't listen to it on my most recent listen. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's shitty, pretty shitty. Uh, track 13 is Operation Lifesaver, a.k.a. Mint Test. So good. <laughs> Operation so good. Lifesaver is in effect... I fucking the boot the the beat is just yeah. so fucking I mean, smooth. Dude, Madlib is like he's not my favorite producer of all time, but he's top five for me for sure. I mean, he's unbelievable, and I just feel like this song also sounds so different than the rest yeah. of the album. Oh, for sure. Like because I don't know if it technic I don't know if it is or not like in their mindset, but it felt like it was on the side of like whoever is the good person in this story and not the fucking super yeah. villain like 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 they're supposed to yeah. be <laughs> i mean it's it's you wonderful know? i love it um i mean i like there's a part of me that thinks it's like about him trying to hit on someone right but her breath stinks i have no idea <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what it's about cuz the opening line are is, the opening lines are wow it caught me off guard, went to breathe out, and then she made me cough hard. Contact the god <laughs> and let him know how. Let him know to slip two in. Fine. How are you doing? Can I get a drink? This one's a shoe-in. And then it goes uh, like into this whole situation about him talking to a girl. I'm pretty sure. He, then he does yeah, the mid-test. Mid he's like, <sighs> you know, like, breathe into your hand and breathe it. Like, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. shitty <laughs> breath. And like, what? how is that a, the concept for a song? My understanding with the mint thing is like that's like a like a test for like hey do you like want a mint like we're probably going to make out here in a minute. Yeah. Kind of right thing. On. Yeah. I, feel I think that, it's yeah. I think it's so it wasn't so much bad uh, someone with bad breath so much as asking hey are you chill with sucking face essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you know it's and the cough hard thing, I just had to assume that was drug things again. I thought, see that, so. I think he's at a doctor's office. And he's hitting on the nurse. That's my internal... Oh, uh, who's like grabbing, grabbing his like, balls. Like yeah, touching and made me cough hard. Yeah. Cough. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that I think a lot. this makes that's... me like the song even <laughs> yeah, more, dude. That's, yeah. This is I great. I mean, that's, you know, that's where we're at. I mean... Thank you for delving into the Use a stick of juicy fruit. She just knew she was cute. It's in her own best interest. It's less stress. Hit her with the do you need a mint test. Shout out juicy fruit. Shout out juicy fruit. (laughs) I used to chew it all the time when I was a kid. I don't know. Juicy fruit was number one, and then like I grew up and I got onto the orange trident. And that was the one. Oh yeah, dude. Big fan of the big fan of the fruity gum. Alright, track fourteen? And then I'll there's like Figaro. Yeah. Figaro, Figaro. So I had to look it up because I knew I knew what Figaro was. I just didn't know remember what it was from, and it's a Mozart thing. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh Mozart's nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six, Sorry, seventeen eighty six composition, the marriage it's an opera. of Figaro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's an opera. Like I knew, I knew Figaro from something. So I did have to look it up. I didn't know that off the top. All of my I know head, is like when people go like Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> it's a Mozart thing. Um, I think that this track, um, 
I I liked That's it all the I most on my track. first listen, and then it went down from from there. I'll say, because um, like originally it was okay. pretty close to my top five, honestly. Um, yeah, and then and then it fell off a little bit for me. But that's just because the other tracks. It's not. It's nothing against this track. It's just that the other tracks stood out harder. This one has a great, like, condemnation of current day rappers. Like, uh, he says the best MC with no chain you have ever heard. You know, he's like full of little shit like that, like little digs, yeah. where he won't make a whole song about it, but he'll just like slide one in, like fuck all you new rappers with your chains. Like, I'm just hanging <laughs> out here in flip flops and rapping better than any of you. Also, I'm seeing this now. Man, please, the stage is made of panties from the age of baby hoochies <laughs> onto the grannies. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's this fucked is up. so good. Um, yeah, this one has, I think, one of the best internal rhymes of the entire album. Uh, and again, I'm going to read it, doing it absolutely no justice. And you should please listen to this album instead of listening to my stupid ass read it off of genius but um <laughs> do not stand still boast your skills close but no krills toast for no nils post no bills coast to coast joe schmoes flows ill go chill not supposed to overdose no dose pills like i just i have no idea exactly what you just and i i don't know how you can <laughs> conceive that level of rhyme scheme i mean that's like so far beyond like a b c d or a b a b or whatever the fuck rhyme schemes are like he's just so unbelievable at doing that and it's throughout his entire discography and this is generally considered doom's best album but like he raps like that his entire career and it's just like mind-blowing to me uh, yeah, Figaro, it's solid. It's not the best song on the album, but it's he raps definitely solid. He raps really cool. hard. I um, just the beat is kind of mediocre to me in terms of the standards of the album. Yeah. I don't think it's mediocre yeah, overall. I but agree with that. Compared yeah. to the others, it's not anything to write home about. Um, yeah, anything from y'all? Not really. No, I I just nah, I just appreciated any of the songs where I was like, hey, I get that. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of where I was on this one, where I was like the Figaro Figaro thing. I was like, oh okay, I kind of yeah. get that reference. Now, the only the only note so. that I have on it is that it was a solid track, and then it goes really hard. Yeah, nothing yeah. about the beat. Literally, my whole my only note on it is Mozart. <laughs> that's my only note. That's Mozart. It. <laughs> it's great. Um, so yeah, the is... next one, Hardcore Hustle, featuring Wild Cherry, Wild Child, or Wild Child. Wild child. Wild child of of loot pack. Uh, my. So here's my note on this yeah. one. Ready? It's cool, I guess. That's my note. My on this note song. is orgasm at the end? Question mark. A hundred percent. Hundred percent orgasm at the end. <laughs> yeah. No questions asked. No questions asked. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. Hundred percent. Yeah. It says the yeah. on genius. It says the outro. The lyrics are in asterisks. Screams with the sound of someone getting a mic pushed straight through their still beating heart while moaning orgasmically. Asterisk. Jesus Christ. How is that? What the fuck? I mean, to be fair, the the final lines of the song are 
When smoking the ism, the vision is blurred, but vengeance is heard. And just when you got caught up in the cynical thought, intervals in the shape of a mic get pushed straight through your heart like... And then it, then it goes to the outro. Oh, so they just yeah. tell you that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that, that song is whatever. The beat is like... That one is actually is, like I think, generally mediocre. I just remember like a high-pitched sound. Wild Child is one part of the group Loot Pack, though, which is Mad Lib's early rap group um, from California, from Oxnard, California. I think including his brother as a member of that, but it's a fine song. Not yeah, That's like lower end of the spectrum for me. I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. It gets pretty lost in the shuffle, I think. Especially when going into Strange Ways, which is track 16. Very good song. This was one of this was one of my favorites. Yeah. So it was super close to my top. It was in my top uh, for the first two listens. Very sinister. Uh, very like metropolis sounding, I think. And like again, that's laid into by Doom's opening lines, which are wreak havoc, beep beep, it's mad traffic. Sleek and lavish people speaking, leaking to the Maverick. Yeah. The one line that I have written yeah. down for it is, uh, take a soldier's gun, shoot him, and tell him to get Stefan. Yeah. yeah. I like that line. line. I like that and the, bo- and the bomb line just before that. Really good line. I really loved the, the beat and the backing on this one, as well as the statements. Yeah, and this... Know, yeah, it's, it's cool. got a... And the ending to this one was really nice, too. I had a really nice... Like the old time uh, sample ending, which goes into really cool. Fancy Clown, I think, right? Mary was going around with an old Man. flame that burned me up because I knew he was just feeding her a line. And I had all the featuring Victor and I had all those Vaughn. funny sound effects. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but I had all the cool sound effects with yeah. that outro. Like it was, it was basically like it was a comedy bit on a radio program. Yeah, strange ways. I just before we jump it's, into Fancy Clown, it has one of the like genuinely non like tangent lines where it's like uh they pray four times a day they pray five whose ways is strange when it's time to survive he like very rarely gets political but like that little just that little two-line couplet yeah is like you know what's the fucking difference between who's doing what you know we're all humans that was like oh shit that's nice yeah Yeah, that's solid um but yeah as trev and Cobb were saying that outro of Strange Ways leads into Fancy Clown featuring Victor Vaughn. Yeah. An MF Doom uh, fucking persona, one of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, so... I kind of dug... Go-tri- related oh. to Vince? I kind of dug the... the What is it? The phone yeah. call thing yeah. they had going on at the beginning. I kind of thought, thought that was cool. Again, I liked a lot of the sample stuff. That was my main takeaway from this was the sample stuff. I like the stuff that wasn't the artist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this song, I mean, I think this one has the most immediately, like, beautiful sample. Um, and I think that's why Fancy Clown was always so high for me on this album. Because the sample is, like, unbelievable. And the beat is so good. Uh, I think it's my favorite beat on the entire album, honestly. Um, the you've been dipping around the yeah, town. super good. That old thing. Yeah. 
Um, There's a very interesting song about cheating, but it's also kind of funny because he talks about towards the end about like, oh, I also cheated. Yeah, by he's the just way. you know, it's classic dude stuff. It was he was he was so upset about it, and then it was like, yeah, but she let me stab her last week, <laughs> so it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Hold up, man. <laughs> and like, I think, I guess Victor Vaughn is supposed to be the rapper the entire time, and when he's talking about. Um, the metal face, the metal face is Doom, who is Mad Villain. Like, that's you if you want a dude to wear a mask all day. Because his character, Victor Vaughn, doesn't wear a mask. But MF Doom right. obviously does, and does. Mad Villain does. So, Vic is, is rapping the whole time, and even just today I realized that him saying, put your sister on the phone, is like him like pitching up his voice to sound like a girl. Put your sister on the phone, you know? Really? And then she gets on. Yeah, just today. Like, after 15 years, I realized that he was, like, faking who he was to get on the <laughs> phone. You know, so that's the thing. Like, I just... The sample just has always got me for this song. Um, and this is, like, huh. one of the only ones that actually has, like, a story to it. Yeah, I, I, there was definitely a story in this one, which I appreciated because that's what I like in songs is stories. <laughs> the story boy. Um... Uh, I, 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 dude, I love a good yeah, story. Dude. Stories are like everything to me. I don't know. Right on. Yeah, this is just a great. It's a great love song. But honestly, it's like not. It's not really. It? But the first verse, the first verse say, is very lovey, and a, the second verse, it's just like classic toxic masculinity where he's like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> you're cheating on me. Well, I fucked the maid, and I fucked your best friend, and." uh Wait, where was the maid Duke part? Duke the maid, Carolyn. She made me through the towel in. Oh. Um, See, I remember our vacation <laughs> out to Maryland. I duked the maid, Carolyn. She made me through the towel in. Yeah, that's in verse two. Oh. Damn. Yeah, so he okay. fucked the maid. Yeah. He fucked her best friend. That's fucked. Yeah, so, you know, that's just, that's, that, that is what it is. Um, yeah, Fancy Clown for a long time was like number one or two for me off this album. It's fallen a bit. But still very much up there. And then it just jumps into I. Yeah. Featuring Stacey Epps. And that is like a little R&B break. Dude, (laughs) I'm like, I don't know where I've been for 15 years, but that song is a fucking bop. It's really good. That shit fucking That's why it's one of my favorites, man. man. It's a good one. It's so good. Stacey Epps. I don't know why I overlooked it so hard. I guess because there's no rap. Because it's, I feel like because it's such a, it's such a departure from the rest of the album. Yeah, it's just that thing. It's just so nice. Like her voice is so beautiful, and the beat is so nice and cloudy. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never, never appreciated it as much as I probably should have up until now. Yeah, I tried to look her up. I couldn't. I was trying to see if she was related to either Mike Epps or Omar Epps. I was literally just either. literally just doing that right now. <laughs> couldn't yeah. find either. No, yeah, she has an album from 2013 and that's pretty much all I can find. But I'll listen to it cuz I really I really dig her appearance on that one. Um it was it was this is a good song. It was just nice, smooth, yeah. relaxing. Just kind of like, yeah. Just like, nice and, Jacob, you could put it on your uh, nice chill playlist. Yeah, you want me to? <laughs> you could. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying you could. I think it would not be out of place there. That's right kind of what I'm going for. Shout out my easy and chill playlist. Easy chill by one. Jacob Manira. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> Look for it on Spotify. <laughs> so that drops us into the back four songs, which are as stated, Super villain Jacob's theme. Jacob's favorite Super favorite theme. four of the album. Um, yeah, I I wrote down such in all caps a dope beat. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is a good beat. It is a really I good beat. I need to go back it and just, listen to it. It's I'm just listen- so chill. It just chills. It, it's just a chill as fuck beat. I just love it. It's it's a good break. Like both of those songs back to back, I feel like are a really good break in the album. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a very welcome change. Even though like you feel like you don't need it, but it really hits. You didn't realize you needed it. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is cool. I could like see it being played in like the background of like a villain prep up montage. Or yeah, something I feel like you. That. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sounds like, evil, <laughs> but it's like chill evil. <laughs> yeah. You For know? sure. Um. Yeah. There's not a ton to talk about though in that one because there's no samples and there's no it there's no rapping. It's just ultimately. instrumental. I just really yeah. dig it. And then we got all to... caps. All caps. Just um, remember what what um, I wrote down is that he goes fucking hard, and that I also overlooked it on my first listen. Yeah, I mean, all caps is a fucking. That's all timer, man. It was. It was good. Just I remember guess. all Maybe. caps when you spell the man's name. That's the only line I have written down. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. about to say that was my line. <laughs> He's uh Oh, is that about oh, is that about how his yeah. name MF. is all caps? MF Doom. Oh okay. I mean You better do it in see, all fucking caps, know. brother. <laughs> Once again, that's like his opener. So nasty that's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. That I mean, just like his okay. like his opening lines are so crazy. I feel like so he goes the hardest in these last three tracks. A hundred percent. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't disagree. I mean, like that, the, like the he whole, saved it the whole for the album. End. I think that accordion and curls could make an argument for that, but at the same time, yeah. like all caps, these are all great day and back. rhinestone cowboy are borderline, if not perfect songs, and yeah. they are the last three songs. I mean, like old. The fucking how you finish an album that strongly. I won't. I'm gonna stop myself from reading lines from any of these songs, except for Rhinestone because I said <laughs> I already said that I would. But like, well, I I do have one line for Great Day when we get to that. Okay. one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton, man. I mean, just remember all caps when you spell the man's name. Yep, that's and like, the best one. You know, that's just. Great. The beat is great. I love that flute at the beginning. Yeah. Like the, you know, it's just like, uh, banger. Absolute banger. Yeah. Um, my, one of my notes for it is I have two notes for this song. My first one is not sure, honestly. Not sure really what oh, was going on. Oh, I thought you meant not sure if you liked this, it or not. <laughs> I was like, damn. No, it was, it was good. I mean, like, I... You don't. It wasn't one of my favorite so songs on the you, album. You don't appreciate good rap, my dude. <laughs> We've established. I know it's this. just hard to no, hear. It's I just don't. hard to hear, dude. <laughs> and then my second note was: don't talk about his mom. I guess. <laughs> don't talk about my mom, yo. <laughs> sometimes you rhyme quick. Sometimes uh, you rhyme slow. I don't know, man. I'm just like, okay, yeah. It was. I wasn't sure what was going on. Right on. Yeah, sorry. I mean, like, right on. Like, I gotta put my opinions out there for there's each song, a ton. but like, I, there's a ton. It was, 
Spit, um, spit too many right, verses. You know? Sometimes my jaw twitches. Oh, so here's the thing. This is another one. Uh, in circling back to the way he misdirects lyrics, so he says, "Spit too many verses. Sometimes my jaw twitches." One thing this party could use is more <clears throat> booze instead of saying bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I do remember. I, I do remember that. That was yeah. kind of fun. Uh, he does that a few times throughout the album, but the one there and the one I forget where else I mentioned it, but those are the two that stuck out to me. It was there. I think in Rhinestone Cowboy. I think and you in said curls, right? As well, I yeah. think it was curls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that was the one I had written down with obvious yeah. sexual innuendos. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, shit, guys. Great day, great song, you know. Yeah, great day. The uh, the line that I have written down is Bud Light early in the morning. <laughs> I like very that. relevant. That's, that's so, a Trevor yeah. line. That's a fucking Trevor line through and through. That is that is that's a, a fucking line. shower beer to be on fair, it, my dude. Very relevant to what we're going for. To be fair. I am having Michelob right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm drinking uh, Motorworks Brewing uh, Indian Pale Ale from Bradenton, oh, Florida. snap. All right. Well, I've been drinking. I've had two. Grapefruit. I've had Brewery Bavana Bounty, which is a barrel-fermented and dry-hopped sour ale. Uh, that's that's oh, from that Raleigh, North good. Carolina. Very pretty can. I bought that from nice. Green Bench Brewing. And then from Green Bench, I got... Amazing. Turbid 13, which is their newest installment okay. of the Turbid series. Very nice. That's dude. a New England IPA triple dry hopped with Simcoe, Rakao, and Lemon Drop hops. Uh, quite delicious. I was hoping to get my hands on their collaboration with Other Half Brewery, brewery which is from Brooklyn, called Wedge Salad, but that's since sold out in the quarantine. This is also my Fucking first rip. beer in 31 days. I've been trying Insane. to. I've been trying to drop Me weight. Me and Trevor drink every day. <laughs> I've been trying to drop day. pounds during this fucking quarantine time. LBs. So, haven't seen anybody in thirty days. Last time I saw somebody, I drank beer. So, I've been trying. You know, this is my first one. That's us. Every had time it, you see, had us. to bring it back for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we're bad influences. I've had. If we're talking about drinks, I've had two Tom Collins. <laughs> Trevor's a fancy boy now. Break them well. down, Trev. What are those Tom Collinses? Um, they were uh, the Tom Collins. Uh, I did a half recipe essentially, so it was a shot of uh, gin, a tablespoon of simple syrup, and a tablespoon of um lemon juice, and then topped with uh seltzer. I had two of those. And I had a twisted tea, and now I'm having my um, Mick Ultra. Nice. Back yeah. to a Mick Ultra. Back to the Mick Ultra. Infusion, lime and prickly pear. You cactus. love the prickly pear. That's you. That's your go-to. Dude, I, I do love those. I have. This is my second to last. And one. it's one of the healthiest beers you can drink. Is a Michelob Ultra. Yeah, calorie-wise, yeah. Tastes like shit, though. Yeah, it's only nine. It does not. It's only ninety-five Tastes calories. Like but it's also only 4%. You can drink so. 90 of them. <laughs> Might as well drink gasoline. <laughs> well, that's why I was drinking the gin earlier. Anyway, um, back to Rhinestone yeah, Cowboy. Day. 
Well, okay, we finished with Great Day. I don't have anything else. All right, now Rhinestone Cowboy. Let's All go. Right. Great song. Excellent ending uh, to the album. Fantastic. Incredible Same. ending. I wrote very nice. I put very nice ending to this strange journey. Yeah. Hell yeah. It yeah. has an amazing beat. This is the only song that I showed Abby to give her a taste of the album. She's going to listen to the full album before she edits. But uh, I wanted to give her a taste to what uh, Will was subjecting Trevor to. <laughs> I was like, I was like, here, check out this song real quick. Because this is the song that was like standing out to me. It's like, I fucking love this song. This is one um, of the ones that he explicitly recorded only on the 303 and, oh, really? and a cassette tape. Yeah, in Brazil. Okay. I wrote down this song fucking slaps. That's what I wrote down. Um, it slaps I, so fucking I also hard. said that it ends super strong and that uh, my one line that I have written down for it is on my aching hands for, uh, from raking in grands and breaking in mic stands. Yeah, what that the is fuck? Amazing line. <laughs> what a fucking line, Oh, dude. my aching hands. Yeah, dude, he's... I mean, this this one has like lines like crazy there's one so he's got the crowd clapping for yeah, him the and crowd he goes out clapping. and then he comes back he's like what's up does a fucking encore so this album an encore on an album <laughs> it's amazing uh this album was famously leaked about eight to twelve months before it was actually released so oh wow in the middle of them recording it they had a demo version that was all on a cassette tape that cassette tape got leaked out by people and this was like right at the dawn sorry i have crazy hiccups right now i'm five beers deep (laughs) for the first time in a month so bear with me um it got leaked out at a time where internet music fandom was blossoming and people could finally get their hands on bootlegs and leaks oh yeah that weren't physical um which now is downloading like crazy right like now is super commonplace but like you know, LimeWire and WinMX and uh, whatever the fuck else, Napster, of course, were Napster, were big. Yeah. So this this Frostwire, Frostwire, wow, haven't thought about that. What a pull! So this was <laughs> this was in the time of that, and this album did happen to get leaked, and they took a whole year off when it got leaked because they were pissed and they thought that it was ruined. And then his his lyric on Rhinestone Cowboy. Hardly come sloppy on a retarded hard copy. <laughs> the retarded hard copy in question was the stupid, quote-unquote, hard copy they made on the cassette that was able to be leaked. So in yeah. this song, he's rapping about the leaked version that he regrets doing and making because it got leaked before it was ready. And then, again, he mentions it in the second verse. Um... It speaks well. Were of, they were they mad because they didn't like the version they made, or because it got leaked? They were mad general? because it got leaked, and they they mentioned that again. I mean, I feel like people they. Sh- I mean, I don't know. I don't think artists should yeah, be but, mad when when shit gets leaked. But like, in two thousand four, this is back before that was. Yeah, a thing. like sixteen know, years like, ago, it was long back before. Back then, when artists fucking whined because their music was getting torrented, I'm like, bitch, people don't want to pay this exorbitant price for the music, man. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Like, that's not you bad. Can't, for you can't spend all this money for all the music because you couldn't stream back then. You either no, had you to couldn't. buy the music or like buy the song or something. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, what are you going to fucking do? People can't afford it. Well, they mention it again, or Doom mentions it again in the second album. And he says, 
It speaks well of the hyper base, wasn't even tweaked, and it leaked into cyberspace. And so, like, there he's acknowledging that the album wasn't even fucking done yet, but y'all already had it out on the internet. And, like, that's just two lines. That would be upsetting. Yeah, I mean, it's super upsetting. But, again, this this song is so full of fucking incredible lines. And then that, that goes to the, what Jacob said, which is, like, Oh, my aching hands from raking in grands. Um, I liked the, uh, personally, my favorite line was the, uh, what is it? Grimy, limey. Chimey, timey, rhymey. Yeah, like, me t- where the yeah, fuck that is whole it? Bit. That shit like, is so um, good. Um, no, known as the grimy, limey, slimy, trimey, blimey. <laughs> simply smashing in a fashion that's timely. Mad villain <laughs> dashing in a beat rhyme crime spree. I mean, his, like, his, the internal rhymes, I mean, I've said it the entire time, but, I, I like, I, show me another rapper who raps as well as MF Doom does. I just. Me. <laughs> I do. Damn, I would love to hear you. Yeah, rap. Trevor, <laughs> drop a fucking 12 bar for us right now. He is good. I just I like again like I'm not the biggest. It's not fan for of you. This stuff. But I did love the Gotta outro. The, the the sampled outro. The outro is great. I was trying to find where it was sampled from, and it seems unknown. Yeah. At the moment, so that's one of those reasons again why I'm like it seems like they might have made this. Yeah, the, no. <laughs> is it, sometimes they were comedic or relentlessly horrifying. They were the foes of society, whether fighting the local sheriff or a secret agent. Frequently, they mirrored our times. The gangster villains, which rival real newspaper headlines of the present day. Collectively, they are the components which fueled nightmares for decades to come. The villains. <laughs> anyway, that's our fucking breakdown of mad villainy um yeah yeah thank you was, for showing it to us dude i love yeah it. i'm i do app- happy I, to yeah thanks for showing it i i thought it was okay <laughs> trevor hated it i didn't hate it i, I didn't like it i though. can't decide between an mf doom album or or the unseen by quasimodo for my next show but we'll find out in a couple weeks we have yeah you guys will see we have trevor cop next so yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Any any last thoughts, boys? Final final thoughts. Uh, no. Fuck um, COVID nineteen. Yeah. yeah. Fuck COVID nineteen for not letting us hang out and drink together at Cobb's apartment and record this. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, um, yeah. I hope everybody out there is staying safe, um, staying aware, staying informed. Stay home. Um, staying quarantined at home. Yeah. Mostly just stay home. Um, uh, appreciate you guys still listening, commenting, everything. Yeah. Um, and let us know if um, if you guys have any thoughts about the album too. Yeah, please do. But yeah, thank you so much, Will, for uh, showing us this. I had a great time listening to it. Always, boys. Can't thank wait you. for next week. Yep. I do appreciate it, Will. Uh, when we maybe... have Trevor's pick next. Anyways. Anyway, uh, goodbye, beautiful people. Stay safe. Wear a face mask in public. Wash your hands. Thank you guys for listening. Love you all. Bye now. Bye. Peace.